Wednesday is Friday, February 24th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Deloon. Do you know what your mood, sleep, skin, metabolism, pain levels, and energy levels all have in common? They're all deeply impacted by the health of your menstrual cycle. Taking care of your cycle is foundational to taking care of all of these aspects of your wellness, and Deloon supports your cycle health all month long. Representative Jamie Raskin is calling for a congressional investigation into the $2 billion investment that a Saudi fund made in Jared Kushner's private equity fund, Affinity Partners. Raskin sent a letter to the House Oversight Committee stating that Kushner has already failed to respond to an earlier inquiry, while also requesting that Jared identify all of his foreign investors and raising questions about whether he had improperly traded on his government work to benefit financially. Guys, you have it backwards. Jared thinks this is his job to benefit financially. Meanwhile, the Senate Finance Committee, currently chaired by Democrat Ron Wyden, is also looking into the same issue, partly because the Republican chairman of the House Oversight Committee refused to co-sign Jamie Raskin's letter, making it hard to obtain answers from Kushner. They could have John Hancock himself sign the letter, and Jared still wouldn't give a shit. Do you know who his dad is? Yesterday, the Tennessee State Assembly voted to pass legislation that is expected to be signed imminently by the Republican governor, which bans transgender youth from receiving gender-affirming care. The bill would investigate and institute a $25,000 fine against any doctor who prescribes puberty blockers and hormones to anyone under the age of 18. And the governor has voiced support for the bill and is expected to sign it. In the same legislative session, Tennessee is ironing out a bill, which is also expected to pass, which would restrict where drag shows can take place, forbidding them from public property or in a location where minors might be present. One Republican state senator was quoted as saying, we don't want to leave the door open that they can go see advertent nudity and sexual acts or the depiction of sexual acts. That's not what Tennessee is about, end quote. I suppose Tennessee is also not about knowing the difference between a drag show and a strip club. Not to be outshined on the legislative front, Florida's latest project goes two-for-one against the media and the LGBTQ community. The Florida Senate has proposed a new bill that would impose at least $35,000 in damages against anyone who accuses someone else of engaging in discrimination. The bill specifies that if a case involves LGBTQ people, let's just say, and someone else's beliefs, the fact that that person did discriminate is not a defense meaning that if someone discriminates against a queer person because of their religious beliefs, could you imagine, and that queer person calls them out for it publicly, the discriminator can now sue the discriminatee for at least $35,000 plus attorney's fees, even if there is no actual harm caused by the discriminatee to the discriminator for being honest about it. By the way, this would apply to the internet as well, and it would cross state lines, meaning that someone could be liable under this Florida law even if they aren't in Florida. Seems a bit unfair that we should be liable for their laws without the benefit of their weather, beaches, and tax advantages. Don't you think? 
totally unrelated to those last two stories. A new report released by the Anti-Defamation League found that every ideologically driven mass killing in 2022 was committed by right-wing extremists, with an unusually high proportion perpetrated by white supremacists. The report noted that 60% of the deaths stemming from extremism came from two incidents, the supermarket shooting in Buffalo and the LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs. And while there was a decrease in extremist mass killings from 2021 to 2022, the number of mass killings linked to extremism in the U.S. over the past decade was at least three times higher than any decade since the 1970s, which if I recall correctly, was actually the golden age of serial killers. Let me just double check with Ted Cruz on that. We're finishing this week's last episode with some tech news. The European Commission announced yesterday that they're banning TikTok from corporate and personal devices that are enrolled in EC corporate apps or mobile services, EC being the European Commission. They justified the decision on the grounds of data protection concerns and protecting internal systems from cybersecurity threats, and employees were instructed to do this no later than March 15th. Which really, what is even the point of doing this if you're going to give a very public three-week head start to Mr. Steal Your Data? And finally, we have a story from Elon Musk's Twitter. A nonprofit research group called Reset has studied accounts that frequently push Kremlin propaganda, and they found that these accounts are using Twitter's new paid verification system to increase their own prominence. Algorithmically, this is accelerating the speed of pro-Kremlin misinformation and the circulation of articles from state-run media, as well as false negative statements about Ukraine by Kremlin allies. Most of these accounts were only created in the past year during the first phase of the Ukraine invasion, and web archives show that they were not verified until Musk introduced the $8 paid verification model. Not only that, but Musk himself has boosted one of these accounts by replying to its tweets, including one which was spreading a lie that thousands of NATO troops had died in Ukraine. Forget the data. Anything Elon is hyping in their replies means you are on the wrong side of the feed. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Deloon. Deloon creates high-potency, fast-acting supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health. 92% of their customers report relief, and I am one of them. Deloon has made a bigger difference in reducing my PMS symptoms and cramps than years of using over-the-counter pain relief. And they're offering our audience their steepest discount yet with 23% off. Go to cyclehealth.com announcements for 23% off plus free shipping. And if Deloon isn't the right match for you, your money back is guaranteed. That's cyclehealth.com announcements for 23% off. And if you're looking for more news content from Betches this weekend, check out yesterday's Betches Sub podcast to find out which Republican politician was banned from the wedding of Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz. Plus more about her father Nelson Peltz's lawsuit against their former wedding planner. Our hosts also chatted about the defamation suit against Fox News and how CNN is disciplining Don Lemon after his remarks about women being in their prime. Oof. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.